Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. This has been the longest award season of everyone's entire life. And I for, really for the Mullet Awards or for like all overall of it. awards? All of it. Well, at least he gave us time to watch like all the Oscar movies. Yeah, that, it, it, that was nice. See, but you have to look on the bright side. I feel like the front runner of this initial Oscar season was like crash. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking kill you if you. If we're, are we gonna start talking about that right now? No, no I'm no, not no. in the mood to talk about Spencer. So no, no, that's no, no. no, no, no. That's some, neither here nor there. That was an, only a front runner in one thing, and and you still made me watch it. Yeah, and I ended up. We needed to watch it. I needed to watch it for my research purposes. Um, if you're gonna win. Probably not. So it was a waste of fucking time. But now I know that she didn't deserve to win. Had I watched it and been like, man, she deserves to win, and then she never got nominated, well, that's a whole other conversation that everyone can listen to this week on Arcade Audio, wherever you get your podcast, on the blank slate, myself, Rich Camelucci, and Tony Colt do our annual Oscar deep dive. Uh, we're recording it tomorrow from when uh, we're recording this. So our, our everything is all fucked. Um... Originally, we're gonna. This was our original plan was to unveil the winners of our twenty twenty one Mullet Award uh, awards, Mullet Award awards. Uh, but with all kinds of scheduling crap we got going on, I was like, "Well, let's do the movie, and that gives us an extra week for votes, and also finish watching Oscar movies, and we can talk about the actual Oscars themselves after we watch it." And it, it just didn't work out. It's like not that. working out. Right. We're sitting in our house. It's like 85 so, fucking degrees so right it. now. Okay. So our air is on the fucking fritz. And it's a Monday. And just fuck. Right? Life is fuck. I'm going to get a shirt that says that. Can I wear that in public? No. I'm going to fuck. I'm going to get a shirt that says life is fuck. You could wear a shirt like Rich did and get it in Braille or something. We were talking about that recently, and we were like, what a stupid idea that was. Like, that was stupid. Oh. I mean, you got to walk around with a shirt that said cunt on it, and nobody yeah, knew. Yeah, it's true. I would so, be tw- was it stupid? Oh, to be 20 and 21 years old and think our ideas are so good, we put money into them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we've watched Blue Iguana, and that'll be next week's episode, but we're going to steer the course uh, because we want to make this kind of short and sweeter and concise than, than it normally is. So we can... Fuck off and do something. Yeah, so I can go lay in my bed and get drenched in sweat. Uh, we're gonna do the awards. So, uh, and also like the, the the votes have basically stopped coming. We got a couple last minute votes that uh, didn't really change anything. The results actually one we have no ties, which is fantastic. I hate ties. <laughs> we had a couple ties and they were broken from They're the last like couple votes that came in, which was fantastic. So we have no ties. Uh, usually on the on the podcast, 
we talk about our lives, talk about the random movies that we watched, um, from the many different ways we watch movies, but a couple times a year, we nominate and then announce the winners for the best and the worst of what we watched in the previous year. We call it the Mullet Awards, and we always time it around the Oscars, which when, when you're hearing this, or when this airs, is this Sunday, so we have to remember to watch the Oscars on Sunday as well, because as far, well, we don't have anything going on Sunday anyways, which is, is good. Um, we are in our middle of our fantasy movie league, and it is like the most contentious, like close race neck ever. Neck and neck and neck. You know, ourselves are, we are currently in second place. We're about 45 points behind first place, and uh, behind us is another team like 10 points away. So we have three of the top teams all within like 50 points of one another. It's literally going to go down to wins at the Oscars. Um, because wins the Oscars are worth a lot of points in our Especially for, like, the big four categories and stuff. Well, and also because the person that's in the lead only has Spider-Man, that's not going to do anything, and then we have a bunch of Oscar movies. Third place has a bunch of Oscar movies, so it's it, it's going to be close. Um, we, as Samantha said, we did finish our Oscar watch journey uh, this past it was a trek week. for me. It was a trek. I'm not going to talk about a lot of it because I'm going to be talking about most of it on the podcast with Rich and Why Tony. Why do I have to watch these with you if you don't even talk about them? Because I ask you what the fuck you want to watch, and, and then, then you, you tell, tell me, me everything, otherwise. and I'm you like, don't "Tell me otherwise." Great, should have cool. saved me. I could have been done with this weeks ago. No, you couldn't. Have. Yes, I could have. Because I can watch shit when I work. Well, don't. I don't give a fuck. Life is fuck. <laughs> um. So we finally finished. I, I will go over the, the movie that you did not watch with me uh, because you're uh, lazy and refuse to read your movies. I don't because I read uh, I watched The Worst Person in the World, uh, which so I was able, uh, just like last year, I watched everything but one movie that I wanted to watch because um, that movie was just impossible to get to. Last year it was, what the fuck was it last year? It don't bother me. Well, last year I was able to watch everything in the top six categories. Uh, this year, I was able to watch all but one in the top eight categories. I didn't get a chance to see Parallel Mothers, which is nominated for Best Actress, because um, it's not, not available anywhere, and I wasn't going to pay 20 bucks to rent it. Um, but Worst Person in the World is nominated for Best Foreign Language, uh, Best International Feature, also nominated for Best uh, Adapted or Original Screenplay. You should probably know that before tomorrow. Uh, thought it was fantastic. Great uh, Norwegian movie. Uh, you would really, really like it and probably cry very heavily at the end of it. Um... Can't take much more than that. Cried yeah. so much in. Well, some we're gonna of the get there. Movies. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Um, but yeah, it was. It's. It, I think it. I ended up in my top five. Yeah, it was in my top five. Um, which again, I'm gonna go in more further detail. Uh, it's about somebody being a terrible mother, like the Lost Daughter movie. No, 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 no. no that no. made me cry. Yeah. Uh, Related. So watch that, and then we watched Coda. We watched Coda, and I read. You did the words, and I thought it was a fantastic movie. Absolutely loved Coda. It's great. Thought it was fantastic. Pacing was great. Acting was great. I thought yeah. it was great. Could not speak any more highly of Coda. So watch Coda. Uh, we watched Nightmare Alley. That feels like we watched Nightmare Alley like five years ago. Yeah, I feel like I lived Nightmare Alley <laughs> five uh, years ago. We both liked Nightmare Alley. I mean, it was fine. It. I'm not the biggest Del Toro fan. Go back and listen to the Pan's Labyrinth episode. Uh, I normally like Del Toro, but 
I don't know why. Maybe because this one like hit too close to home for me. I just didn't like it. So my, I'm sure I've mentioned it. You're a bearded lady. I'm a bearded lady. I'm sure I've mentioned it on the podcast before. That's why I don't do social media. No, just kidding. Um, My family has like a history with like carnivals and, and freak shows and stuff like that. In England, my grandfather's family used to own them and like um, and all that stuff and so kind of you know reminded me of that and the stories that I would hear but just I don't know I wasn't like turned on by it like by any means like it was just very uneven movie to me I I still I still liked it quite a bit and the stuff that I did like uh, but there was so much of it that just left me wanting more um, so I see why it didn't get nominated for much. I mean, it got nominated for fucking Best Picture because 10 Things have to be nominated now. But I would have happily put... But would you have put Spider-Man over that? Oh, 100% without question. Um, I mean, I also would have put of things on my list, not to go too much, Lost Daughter. I like The Lost Daughter more than I like Nightmare Alley. I liked The Lost And that didn't get nominated for Best Picture. I liked, uh, I liked Red Rocket a lot more than I liked Nightmare Alley. I liked Titan more than I liked Nightmare Alley. Uh, I liked uh, Worst Person in the World more than Nightmare Alley. Like, things that didn't get... Tick, tick, boom. You know, that I thought were yeah. better, more complete movies than Nightmare Alley. Uh, we also watched The Tragedy of Macbeth yesterday from when we were recording this. Uh, that's... I, I had to watch it because it is it is Denzel Washington's nominee for Best Actor. It's, the, it's a Coen brother movie. I am probably the least biggest Shakespeare guy in the world. Yeah, that's I just... I love Shakespeare. Don't like it, don't get it, don't care. You're uncouth. I love Shakespeare. I love his works. I just thought that this would not just be them regurgitating his words. Like, I like it because I love Macbeth. It's one of my favorite plays. I was saying the words as they went on. I won several speech... And I won several competitions... Um, doing... Sounds like it. (laughs) I feel much better. (laughs) I'm so glad. I I won many competitions doing, like, um, pieces from Macbeth. Um, but I thought that this was going to be, like, an interpretation. Oh, no, it was a straight... It was a straight adaptation. Not an adaptation. Oh, yeah. So, well, I thought that they did some really cool things with, like, the the adaptation of, like, the witches and everything like that. I thought that was really cool. Um, but, I, I mean, I've seen it before. It's not the first time that they've done an adaptation of Macbeth. And, yes, well, Denzel is great. I love Denzel. It's just, I've seen it all before. They, they could have done something different. I think it looked great. I, like, it looked great. They did Especially an amazing job with the cinematography and production design. And, of course... Yeah. There's good performances in it, but I couldn't care less. I the whole time was just like, "Boy, I just get this over with." Yeah, I, you're uncouth. I am. I, I just and I'm going to talk about it on the Oscar pod that people probably are, can listen to right now or already listening to. But there's just some things, some things that are not for me, and I find it so difficult to get over that initial preconceived hurdle and that's one of them just like it was for dune like i just i can't get into it i I fully respect it as a film and fully respect the effort and everything it took to put into it but 
no thank you, you know? Like, it took me this long to come around to to foreign language or international features, and it's, like, almost a complete 180. Like, think of the past three, four years, some of my favorite movies each year have been Parasite, Another Round, uh, Drive My Car, Worst Person in the World. It's, like, it uh, it evolves over time, but now my biggest things are these... In, is Shakespeare and these sprawling sci-fi uh, adaptations and westerns and God, don't even get me started on biopics. Like it's just, it's just stuff that's just not fucking for me, and it's unfortunately the stuff that's getting made more. Maybe and more you just and more shouldn't watch movies anymore. <laughs> Literally until the past couple weeks, when we had a really good spree of. Or for me, like Coda, Worst Person in the World, Belfast, Drive My Car, even Nightmare Alley to a certain extent. Like, my list was just like, man, this is another year of just like fucking whatever. And now, if like I looked at my list, uh, I have a list of like 23 movies here. And, you know, the t- uh, there is two halves where I'm like, I really, really like this stuff, and this stuff is eh to no. Like, that's better than last year. Last year, I had like three or four movies where I was like, okay, yeah, cool. And then the rest of it was sure. all garbage to me. Um, I think it's just disproportional this year into stuff. If I look at the nominations on paper in black and white, a lot of them just like, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like, some of it's just like, that's what we're going with? Okay. Sure. Yeah. So. Um, those are the big awards. What about our awards? What? What what did you people think of what we put forward for you? It's time to unveil the winners. And, of course, we have a little uh, an unofficial competition between one another to see who, uh, from their nominations, uh, wins and loses each year. Yep. It's nothing, uh, nothing that we actually compete against. It's just bragging rights, essentially. Um, let's get to it. Let's so see. the awards we've already given out, uh, the 2020 winners for a biggest... 2021. 2021 winner for biggest discrepancy was The Greatest Showman. 2021 winners for most underrated movie were The Maltese Falcon and The Greatest Showman. And most overrated movie were D2, The Mighty Ducks, and Rubber. So... <laughs> and the award for most swerves went to the Marine franchise with 21 swerves. Right. You gave that out yourself, so... That's well... A, that's well, an unofficial... No, it's an official one. We're no. going to do it every year. I'm going to count the swerves. No. And we're going to see. It's going to be the Samantha Swerve Award. Great. I love it. Uh, so our You're first, just jealous. Our first award for the most meh movie of the year. Your nominees were Can't Hardly Wait, D3, The Mighty Ducks, Good Boys, The Illusionist, Jeff, Who Lives at Home, and Ma. Uh, this uh, Last year's winner for this was Scoob. And uh, this year, uh, uh, everything got a vote. Always nice that everything got a vote. It was really a two-horse race. Shout-out to second place, uh, D3, The Mighty Ducks. Your winner, with 37% of the vote, I said it on the podcast, Ma is meh. Ma is your winner for most meh movie okay, that's me. of the year. One for me. Great. Uh, best cast. I think that's very true. Ma is meh. Ma is meh. Best cast of the year. Your nominees are All the President's Men, Goodfellas, I Love You Man, It Chapter 2, Love Actually, and Speed. Uh, last year's winner was Tropic Thunder. 
Um, two things uh, tied for second place. Oh, wow. Those things were Speed and Goodfellas. Ooh. Neither one could catch your winner. 36% of the vote. Love Actually. None of my movies got any... I didn't even make the top three. Oh, those are all mine? Those I didn't are know. yours? Uh, yeah, all the President's Men, I Love You Man, and It Chapter 2 were all behind yeah. all those things. You guys are dumb. Or you're dumb for not nominating the uh, the right stuff. No, I nominated great movies. You're saying all the President's Men doesn't have a good ensemble cast? It does. It just wasn't as good as the other ones. Uh-huh. That's how that works. Yeah. Oh, yeah I've always wanted them to like... Because speed consisting of... Four people, really. Are you kidding me? Sandra Bullock, Keanu Reeves, Jeff Bridges. That's not wrong. <laughs> Jeff Daniels. <laughs> Dennis Hopper. We're thinking about Joe Morton. Fucking Five Ortiz. People. Alan Rock. <laughs> you don't even know their names! <laughs> Gigantor. That's his name, right? <laughs> his legal name. Uh, movie we should have watched. This is the one that has like some actual stakes to it. Because every year, uh, this is the movie that... Was not picked in our nominations. And uh, once you guys pick it, it goes immediately into our queue to watch this year's At nominees. At this point, will be uh, next January. <laughs> no, it'll be in May. It's yeah. coming up. Uh, this year's nominees are uh, Babe, Heavyweights, Little Miss Sunshine, Mean Girls, Midsommar, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Last year's winner was The Greatest Showman, which has already won Great. two awards today. So if I know people like I know people, I'm going to be really upset with this. So this award I'm going to be so upset. Thank you so much. A biggest, the biggest, like, Did it. blow away Did it. right away. And we can't, we can't, we can't trace IP. We can't trace IPs, right? I don't IPs, know how to read right? it. Uh, everything got a oh, vote. I know how to read it. With 25% of the vote, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is second place. And it was dominating until literally the until you tail reminded, end of voting. So you reminded the people who are supposed to be my best friends to vote. I did nothing. You're supposed to remind my I best friend. Nothing. Thank you, Tatiana. Thank you, Carly. On my daughter's life. I don't even I know nothing. the actual answer to this, but and I this have it in my one of the two ties that broke in the past couple days. You're a winner Girls, with 30% you were only of the vote. To vote once. Fuck you guys. Is Midsommar. God damn it. I knew it. I felt it in my soul. I even made a comment to no. you. I forget I forget what we were doing. I don't know. We were talking about it. I was like I even like like said to you I was like oh yeah, Spider-Verse is like winning like easily. Like it was like at 40 some percent like, at some No, point. I think you said something like oh we're going to have to have like Justin over again right. or something like that. Right. And like like I the next time I looked I'm like oh damn, like they're fucking tied. And I was like if it's tied, like, do we have to watch them both? Yeah. And then I, ch- I and then yes. today it it broke. So we'll be watching Midsummer. I believe we're watching it back to back with the Baba Duke. <laughs> I may have to switch the schedule around just to give you some kind of like reprieve on that. But yes, Midsummer will be watched. Uh, uh, fuck you guys, man! Why would you do that? Y'all gonna pick Babe? It's about a pig. Babe, Babe actually uh, yeah. finished in third place. Y'all couldn't have given Babe more love? Uh, That'll do, Pig? Shout out to a, a Podswoggle fan, uh, Eric Miller, Milldog, who uh, was one of the people that just recently voted. I was like, hey, uh, I didn't count my vote, but I voted for Babe. So I like went in and voted Babe for him, and it still didn't matter. Uh, but they tried, you know? People tried. Uh, it's like two and a half hours, too. It's long. Um, <laughs> best overall music in a movie. Feel so much better. Uh, your nominees are Can't Hardly Wait, Goodfellas, The Greatest Showman, Josie and the Pussycats, A Mighty Wind, 
Princess and the Frog, which got no votes, Disney's Robin Hood, and Sing. Y'all doing Princess and the Frog dirty. Uh, It's a Disney movie. Is this our biggest runaway? No, I think we have one other one that's the biggest runaway. Uh, With 38% of the vote, your winner is The Greatest Showman. Yes, that's more like it, people. Which I believe is is its third award. Yeah, because it's underrated. Well, it's the only only award that people actually voted on that I believe wins. You shut the fuck up. Yours barely count. Worst MVP. So the best part of the movie, and that's not a compliment. Oh, best what music last year went to Coco. So that breaks. Uh, how long of a Disney streak do we have there? One, two. You guys ruin everything. Three. Uh, so Beetlejuice won in twenty seventeen. This is the first uh, non Disney win since twenty seventeen for best music. Okay. Uh, worst MVP. Your nominees were uh, Roddy Piper and Body Slam, Joshua Jackson and D three The Mighty Ducks. Josh Blacker in the Marine 4 Moving Target, Daisy Ridley in Scrawl, Scarlett Johansson in Sing, and Ted Levine in Wild Wild West. Last year's winner was Rubble Wilson in Pitch Perfect 3. Um, and the, the, white, the white woman train is going to keep on a chugging here. Wait, where's my... What? Where's my worst MVP? Oh, here it is. Okay, go. Uh, white woman train and keep on chugging along here, because uh, with forty four percent of the vote, your winner is Scarlett Johansson in Sing. I was shocked. I am shocked at that. You know why? Probably because people haven't seen any of these other movies. Uh, I think that's a big part half of it. Half of them, half of them, people haven't seen. I think. Yeah, that, I think that's that was, probably. I think that was a big one. So, uh, and also people from. just des- devastating my daughter's opinions. Yeah, Jillian's going to be real excited. Oh, we're not going to tell her. She doesn't even fucking remember. No, when she goes back and listens to all of these episodes. That's going to be her... Uh, her, she, like... Her, she's she's going to do her master's thesis on it's her graduated, it. It's her graduation gift to me. It's like, hey, here's these 500 episodes of podcasts that you have to listen to. Well, at that point, I'll be like, fuck. No, I'm going to I'm gonna have her... Like, I'm going to influence her to do her master's thesis on it. She wants to be, like, some kind of scientist. I'm going to just try to relate it to this. So you That's do psychotic. your master's thesis on it and like do stats and everything. Why? Then we can sell it. We don't have to do any of the work. Just sell it. have easier. kids. Best no. LVP. <laughs> Best LVP. Worst part of a movie, and that's okay. Your nominees are Hope Davis and About Schmidt, Claire Danes and Brigsby Bear, Chuck Lowe and Goodfellas, Catherine Keener in The Incredibles 2, Ed Helms and Jeff Who Lives at Home, and Monica Evans in Disney's Robin Hood. This was our biggest runaway with 50% of the vote. Your winner is Catherine Keener in The Incredibles 2. Animation just, you know, dominates in this category. I believe Minnie Kaling won several years ago for Inside Out here. Yeah, yeah. Was last year, uh, Jack Black and Tropic Thunder was your winner well, last year. Well, it's because when you have an overall really strong movie, it's very difficult to, you know, say. It's great That's now. the... It's great. Great now. <laughs> What's what the score at? What are we looking at? No. No, we're not going to tell me yet? I think you're doing pretty good, actually. You could do it yourself. <laughs> I'm writing down the winners here. Okay. I'm locking in history. This is history happening right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, nobody cares. Just been... like our current so- political socioeconomic affairs. If you want to have her do a thesis on that. Uh, Should have been LVP. The worst performance that went unrecognized. Your nominees were Elijah Wood and Bobby. Ty Sheridan in Dark Phoenix, James Kahn in Elf, Tara Reid in Josie and the Pussycats, Summer Rae in the Marine 4 Moving Target, 
Curtis Axel in the Marine 5 Battleground, Nick Kroll in Sing, and Kevin Klein in Wild Wild West. Uh, gotta give a shout out to uh, tied for third place, Summer Rae and Nick Kroll. It's the only time those two have been tied together. A strong second place performance for James Kahn here, but your winner, with 32% of the vote, you finally did it. Tara Reed and Josie and the Pussycats. Hallelujah. You can stop. Oh no, we're never watching a Tara Reed movie again. I, she hasn't made anything else for us to watch. And again, I vehemently disagree with that. I did not think she was that bad in that movie. Uh, but You're kidding, right? I, compared to usual, it's like a makeup oh, Oscar. Oh, so she was actually she wanted acting. For, she wanted for something that she shouldn't have wanted for. Ah, uh-huh. Our, gotcha. our awards are mirroring the real fucking thing now. Life imitates art. Art imitates should've life. Been, uh, last year's winner for Should Have Been LVP was James Corden and Cats. Uh, Should Have Been MVP. Yeah, there you go, exactly. The best performance that went unrecognized, uh, your nominees this year were Robin Williams in The Birdcage, Bruce Willis in The Fifth Element, Robert De Niro in Goodfellas, Simon Pegg in Hot Fuzz, Jason Siegel in I Love You Man, James McAvoy in It Chapter 2, Emilio Estevez in The Mighty Ducks, and Taron Edgerton in Sing. Fucking nothing but a bunch of fucking white dudes. White dudes. And whatever Emilio Estevez counts as. He's he's white. Just because his name is Spanish. I think he's from, like, Massachusetts. A lot of things got tied up here in the middle. Bruce Willis, Simon Pegg, Emilio Estevez, and Taron Edgerton. But all didn't matter. Your winner with 33% of the vote, Robin Williams in The Birdcage. So, uh, congrats to Robin Williams. I do believe... Uh, he is our second actor ever to, to have get multiple, multiple wins. In this category? Uh, not in this category, no. Just he, overall? He's a former best MVP, I believe, for Aladdin. Uh, him and Tom Hanks both have gotten multiple, multiple like, at, mullet awards. M- multiple acting. mullet award winners. Not yes. just not just the MVP and LVP. Yeah, just across any category. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year's winner for that was Oscar Isaac. And Ex Machina and Donald Glover and Solo was a tie last year. Uh, but no ties this year. Worst scene in a movie. Bobby, the acid trip. The illusionist, the sex scene. Josie and the Pussycats, the Scooby-Doo climax. The Marine 2, the techno-karate fight. The Marine 4, the car talk. The Marine 5, the hot-wired elevator. Munich, the sex scene with flashbacks. Sorry to bother you. The abstract art show. Trainwreck, Amy and Donald sex scene. Wild Wild West, the magnet scene. Last There's year's winner, way too many. I know, yes. Uh, last year's uh, winner was another tie. Uh, Aladdin and Cats. Uh, the, the live action Aladdin and Cats. Whatever Cats it's considered. Uh, a tie for second place was between the magnet scene in Wild Wild West and the sex scene with flashbacks in Munich. Oh man, that was a terrible scene. I know. Uh, but this is the winner with 28% of the vote. Your winner... The Scooby-Doo Climax and Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's two two wins for Josie and the Pussycats. Wow, what an underrated movie. Well, no, the Maltese Falcon and the Greatest Showman were underrated. Oh, yes, I'm so sorry. Um, yes. Wow. Uh, best scene in a movie. Your nominees, The Birdcage, The Drag Show Escape, D2, The Mighty Ducks, The Locker Room Speech, Deadpool 2, The X-Force Plane Jump, Goodfellas, Billy Bats, Hereditary, Charlie's Death, I Love You Man, Looking for Friends, Montage, The Incredibles 2, Bob with the Kids, The Invisible Man, The Opening Sequence, Sing, The Final Show, and Speed, Boarding the Bus. Uh, ever since I this 
cat like I made my nomination. I've second guessed which Goodfellas scene I picked. It finished in second place. Oh, uh, that's rough. Because haven't you picked the other one? It would have been first. Maybe place. I don't know. No, that's exactly what it is. So I hope that you like hate yourself for the rest of your life for losing this category. Thanks, appreciate that. No, ben. just kidding. Uh, not often where we have like categories match up. So should have been LVP and worst scene matched up. Should have been MVP and best scene matchup with 24% of the vote. Your winner is The Drag Show Escape in the Birdcage. Okay, nice. Yep, The Birdcage gets the W. I mean, that's a great scene. I mean, that's, that's just Basically, so the, cli- the ending the of climax. The yeah, that's a great scene. Our big four awards. Worst LVP. Worst overall performance. Of course, best scene last year was Coco. Remember me? Uh, worst LVP. Your nominees, Ashton Kutcher and Bobby. Jessica Chastain in Dark Phoenix, Benicio del Toro, The Fan, Jessica Biel, The Illusionist, Parker Posey, Josie and the Pussycats, Ted DiBiase Jr., The Marine 2, Bo Dallas, The Marine 5 Battleground, Joe Daly in Scrawl, Vanessa Bayer in Trainwreck, huh? and Kenneth Branagh in Wild Wild West. This is the wrong time. That was bad. That, that was, was so very terrible. bad. That was one of the I'm worst I'm going to have to watch the movie again so I can get the impression back. Go for it. Uh, we had a tie for second place. Uh, Joe got one vote. <laughs> Probably yours. Uh, yeah, so I actually think that's right. <laughs> also getting one, only one vote was Vanessa Bear. Probably also you voting again. No, I did. I wouldn't do that. But you know how hard it was for me to vote for Joe? <laughs> Over Vanessa, Vanessa Bear. Bear. Uh, tie for second place with Kenneth Branagh and Jessica Chastain. So our white girl streak. Uh, Maybe broken. There's a few more white girls. Well, it's been broken for a couple years. Last year's winner was DJ Khaled. Uh, and this year, uh, it remains, uh, with 28% of the vote, your winner is Ashton Kutcher and Bobby. Ooh. Which I'm very happy. Okay. Happened. He's, he's so bad in that movie. I mean, he's pretty bad. Yeah, he's, he's, he's bad. Best MVP. Uh, your nominees are Jack Nicholson and About Schmidt, Nathan Lane in The Birdcage, Will Ferrell and Elf. Joe Pesci in Goodfellas, Tony Collette in Hereditary, Paul Rudd in I Love You Man, Elizabeth Moss in The Invisible Man, Bill Hader in It Chapter 2, Lakeith Stanfield, Sorry to Bother You, and Sandra Bullock in Speed. Might be a record. We had uh, three women here in this category. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a man. And uh, one man of color. One man of color. Uh, none of them won. Uh, <laughs> the closest second place... 23% of the vote was Tony Collette in Hereditary. She made it a fucking hell of an effort, and she came close. But unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but uh, she did not pull it out. Your winner with 32% of the vote, Will Ferrell in Elf. Wow. Okay. I mean, that also... I mean, that's like his, like, one of his, like... Yeah, that's like his role. His role, yeah. Like, also, this we always do these, like, at the end of the year, so it's after... Christmas, so like the spirit of you know of it all probably helped carry him. Uh, sure. Last year's winner for that was Michael J. Fox in Back in the Future. Worst movie of the year. Your nominees: D three, The Mighty Ducks, X Men: Dark Phoenix, The Fan, Josie and the Pussycats, The Marine, The Marine Two, The Marine Four, Moving Target, Rubber, Scrawl, and Wild Wild West. I always do top three. Uh, so in a tie for third place was Josie and the Pussycats and Scrawl. Wow. Because nobody knew what Scrawl was. 
Uh, they still got more than half the other yeah. movies. In a tie for second place. Oh, gosh. Was X-Men Dark Phoenix and Rubber. Which means your winner, with 33% of the vote, Wicky Wow Wow. Wild, Wild West. Woo! It is such a bad movie. But it's such a good... It's such a bad, bad movie. It's, it's a bad movie. It's a bad uh, movie. That, of course, follows up last year's winner, Cats. <laughs> and the big one, best movie of the year, your nominees were... Do you want to know where we are right now? Sure. Six to six. Oh, it's tied? One. Because I don't count movie we should have watched because it's its own separate. I track it separately. Okay, that's a bunch of shit, but sure. Uh, Brigsby Bear, D2 The Mighty Ducks, Goodfellas, Hereditary, Hot Fuzz, I Love You Man, The Invisible Man, Disney's Robin Hood, Snowpiercer, and Speed. Last winner, last year's winner was Back to the Future. Top three. Uh, <gasps> this one was all over the place, so one, two, three, four. A five-way tie for third. What? A five-way tie for third. Between. No votes for any of them. No, no, no. I'm oh, just, no, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, Brigsby Bear is the only one that did not get a vote. Oh. Uh, so a five-way tie for third between Speed, Snowpiercer, The Invisible Man, Hereditary, and Goodfellas. Which is <gasps> absurd. <gasps> In second place, with 19% of the vote, is Disney's Robin Hood. Oh, your winner, Team USA, with twenty four percent of the vote. How many times did Augie vote? In one of the worst moments of my life in this podcast history, is D two, the Mighty Ducks. Oh my god! Was voted a better movie than Goodfellas. I mean, look, part of it is you have to know your audience. Goodfellas. I mean, in Hot Fuzz, Hot Fuzz is a fantastic movie. Goodfellas. The Invisible Man was too. called a worse movie. No, it just didn't win best picture. It's like it's like uh, Shakespeare in Love and Gladiator. Two different years. Saving Private Ryan. Wasn't that And Matt Shakespeare Damon? in Love. Yeah, okay. Oh, eat my ass. Better example. I can't believe... It's the same thing. So would you say Saving Private Ryan is a worse movie than Shakespeare in Love? And this was the other Did you, can you tie answer my that was broken. Can you answer my question? What? Which one's a better movie? Shakespeare in Love or Saving Private Ryan? Saving Private Ryan is one of the greatest movies ever made. Not according to the Academy. According to the Academy. Because Harvey Weinstein... Is a better. It Harvey was best Weinstein so started arguing, jerking dudes off your all argu- over his fat little face. Your argument has no validity. No, I'm sweating. Like <laughs> you weren't starting before. It's eighty-five degrees in our house. Your argument has no validity. It's just an award. It's not. It's not your fault. It's not the people's fault that I won. That I. Twelve Angry Men. One. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. The Wizard of Oz. Get out. Up. Toy Story, Toy Story 3, Back to the Future, D2 the Mighty Ducks. The winner for most overrated movie as well. Only because you don't know your audience or classic cinema. This is disgusting. Classic cinema. Which means you also won the year because of that. I won the year. Also, what what is this bullshit about you don't count movies we should have watched? I don't count movies we should have watched because I I nominated Heredity. I know, but I, I count it separately. I count it separately. That's stupid. That's ridiculous. It is. So I technically still won. 
No, it would have been a tie. It's still a tie. So it's a tie. It's a tie. You don't win anything. No, I win. No. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. Fine. It, it could be a tie. We tied before. It could be a tie. Uh, I'll put an asterisk here because that's not how I do it. So in the history, so I have very deep stats about uh, this. Uh, so Goodfellas had seven nominees, no wins. Just like Pulp Fiction had seven nominations and also no wins. So uh, everybody that's listening to this podcast they don't know. can suck my hairy fucking no, beanbag. it's because... You don't know movies. But you have to know your audience. They do know movies. No, I don't, I don't know in my audience. I'm voting... For, I'm nominating... The best want, stuff. They want our perspective on the movies, and when they agree with me, like how Tara Reid is the worst part of Josie and the Pussycats, and that's what they vote for. When I nominated Cats seven times last year, it won fucking three times. Right. Know your audience. Cats and Josie and the Pussycats. Our audience does not like cats. Or maybe they like cats a lot. I can't tell. We'll have to watch another movie about felines this year in order to, to, to determine it. <coughs> That's it for the 2021 Mullet Awards. Can we watch Cat on a Hot Tin Roof? No. Oh. That's no. the only other movie I could think of with, like, cat in the title. Uh, <laughs> Wildcats, the Goldie Hawn football movie. Uh, Cats and Dogs. Cats and Dogs, uh, What's The Cats Legend of Kitty Pussy, or whatever it was called. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Puss in Boots. It's a movie about a cat. Then we'd have to watch all of the Shrek movies, too. Ugh, we have them all. Yeah, we have a five-year-old. Well, there's a new Puss in Boots coming out. Like, why? Sure. Because 2022. It's, it sells. It's disgusting. Kids want to see it. I, and people love about? cats. People just called D2 the Mighty Ducks the best fucking movie we watched in It's year. because Augie was the only one who voted. No, we know I got more votes than everything. Uh, my friends love me. They knew that I nom. They couldn't tell from the other ones. They were like, oh, Sam definitely didn't nominate Hereditary. She definitely nominated D2. Let's throw her a bone and let's all vote for it. Because we're going to make her watch Midsommar. I think that's what happened. Fucking bullshit. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. Please uh, don't judge You don't know us. what you're talking about. I was in the middle of speaking, sir. Don't judge us by the undeserving anger and mean words that are thrown at you from my co-host, Chris Mullet. He Suck my dick. I hope you burn in hell. Are you talking to me the or audience. the audience? No. Well, now towards you. Suck my dick. I hope you burn in hell. <laughs> great. I'll see you there. Thank you for listening. ArcadeAudio.net for this podcast. I and getting to it. You're going to be bad at it. ArcadeAudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe to your podcast. Or don't. You have bad opinions. Hey, um, no, please do. Patreon.com slash ArcadeAudio. If you're going to have bad opinions, at least give us fucking money and listen to other shit we talk about. Uh, Facebook.com slash Married with Movies. Put on our wall how bad your opinions about movies are. At Married with Movies on Twitter. Tweet us your bad opinions of movies. Uh... MarriedMovies at gmail.com. Write us an email about your bad opinions of movies. Uh, what else? What else there? For me, at your host, Mullet38, follow me. Uh, and then probably in my pictures, make comments about bad opinions of movies. I'm going to listen to my good opinions, or read about my good opinions, on uh, retro wrestling, arcadeaudio.net slash podbloggle. For this week, 
It is a Slamboree 1996 Lethal Lottery Battle Bowl. So what a dumbass show that was. Almost as dumb as D2 The Mighty Ducks. And I mentioned earlier on the show, if you want 2021 Oscar analysis prior to the show, The Blank Slate, wherever you get your podcast with me, Tony and Rich, where we have good opinions of movies, unlike you that are listening that has bad opinions of movies. Samantha? At Jam with your Sam on social media. What are you, what are you tallying? What are you uh, counting up there? Making, I'm seeing if I counted that in the last years. Give me a second. Oh. To make sure that it's fair. Sorry, I, had one. I mean, it's not fair because D2 The Mighty Ducks was named the best movie of this year. So, it's none of this is fair. Life is not fair. Life is fuck. I think I did count it. One. Aha! So I win! No, so it's a tie. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'll take that. Three, four. All this, and we still got a tie. <laughs> five. Yeah, six, yeah. I did count it. Good. So six. So we tied. It's a tie. Good. I hate ties. They're kissing your brother, and now I have to watch Midsommar. Great. I worked out in the end for me. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married of Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. See please, you next year, please, fuckers. Please still listen to our show. Can't wait till you guys vote, uh, fucking, uh, uh, from Justin the Kelly best movie. Juan is going to make that happen. It's not getting nominated. The it's, fact that you let me nominate D2 is even... I mean, it's not like it was Which was your last pick, I think. It was, because we had, like... I was like, what can I get the audience to vote for? You sold your soul. I sold my soul. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.